This is the Uncommon Lectionary Podcast, a podcast that follows the scripture readings that churches around the world use every holy day and Sabbath, but a podcast that puts that rhythm of the church within the dissonance of everyday life during the week. This is your host, John Bauman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 25th episode of the Uncommon Lectionary Podcast. The readings and message in this episode are for Ash Wednesday, 2019, and I'm following the Revised Common Lectionary schedule of readings, which you can find online, and you can find the readings that I'm using this week in the episode description. It's been over a year since I posted a podcast episode due to some pretty severe life challenges, but I'd like to get back into this if you're willing to walk with me through getting adjusted to recording again, as well as reformatting the podcast itself. In previous episodes, I would read long pass- the long four passages of scripture in the podcast episode itself, and while I enjoyed that, I realized that I want this podcast to be as practical as it possibly can be to people, and I wanted to actually encourage everyone to look at these readings for themselves, to wrestle for these re- with these readings for themselves. And so I'm going to be referencing the readings, but I'm not going to be reading them to you. I'd like for you to look at the readings for this week found in the description and use them as a study, use them as a guide. And I want this podcast to be something that people in my church and other churches Other ministers, everyday people can listen to and glean from, something that they can listen to on their commute, something that they can listen to before their class, something that would be helpful for them. I want you to join me on this process. The topics for this episode are gathered from the scripture readings themselves, which you can check out in the episode description. The topics are confession, prayer, fasting, and liberating the oppressed. Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday is something that I didn't know about growing up. I didn't know about Lent even. Um, Ash Wednesday is a time when Christians, I would see, go throughout their day with smudges on their forehead, and I didn't really know why. The smudge was actually made to be in the form of a cross when they got it. And usually the minister or priest says the words, From dust you came, and to dust you shall return. That's my dog, Allison. She is not a Christian. It is a service that focuses on our mortality. It focuses on the fact that we only have this life to live, that soon we will die. What we do in this life actually matters. And it's a service that's done not by ourselves, so that we can say, you only live once, like the popular slogan of the day, but it's a service that we do together. It's a service that says we only live once, and, once we, and what we do in this life actually matters. Ash Wednesday kicks off the Lenten season. Lent's supposed to be a period of intentional focus on God and our need for a Savior in this world. And it's a time that we focus on our need for a Savior before we get to Good Friday when he died on a cross and before we get to Easter where he rose again. It's understanding this period of needing a Savior that we join the prophets and the Hebrew people from thousands of years ago as they went through all this turmoil waiting for somebody to save them. Many people choose to fast during Lent as a way to get closer to God. They may go without food for a period of time every day. They may give up a certain food that they like for that time period. For me, it would be cheesesteaks. Or they may give up something else they like, like caffeine, video games, nicotine, something else. Fasting is supposed to remind us 
to pray in the times when we desire the things that we're longing for, the things that we gave up in fasting. But oftentimes, fasting just becomes New Year's Resolution 2.0. It's reviving those New Year's resolutions that we gave up on in uh, midweek of February, or let's be honest, the third day of January. The focus becomes on us, not God, not others, and that's not what the time is meant for. Therefore, fasting, and the season in Lent in general, is meant to start with repentance. It's meant to start with realizing that we are but dust, and to dust we shall return, but we have a purpose while we live on this earth. Joining me in the recording studio that is my living room are two dogs and my roommate. We'll call him Sean. Sean, you grew up with Ash Wednesday and all this church stuff. Correct. What did it mean to you? As a, as a kid, it's it doesn't hold a lot of meaning because when you're you know a small child, all you really care about is you know toys and movies and games and but as you as you got older, it started to grow more of a meaning with all the the symbolism and what behind it. That's good. Um, as a kid, did you give up anything for Lent? Like, do you remember, did your church or your family do any type of fasting of anything? Um, we all gave up individual things. So it was never like a giant, like, oh, we're not going to do this. It was, we're going to give up, you know, I gave up eating like Snickers. was one thing I did as a kid. Which is an addiction as a child. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's good. Um, anything, was there something special when your church did these special services to you, like that impacted you in any greater way than the standard Sunday? I liked when they put the ash on my forehead. (laughs) Why did you like that? I don't know. (laughs) It was just, I got to, got to have dirt on my face that my mom didn't insist on cleaning off. (laughs) Did you wear it on you for the rest of the day? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. How long before it just became a smudge and not a cross? Um, normally around gym class. <laughs> normally first, around gym or, class. Or recess, depending on the age. Yeah. What was it like as a kid having that smudge on your face and seeing all the other kids? Um, there weren't very many. There were there were a few. I'd say in within my elementary school. Would maybe be like six other kids that also had it. Did you give them like a little like man nod? Like yeah, good job, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you give them a wave. <laughs> give them a wave. Did any other kids ask like what the heck was on your forehead? Um, maybe for the first couple of years, but I feel like the teachers tend to explain it. So oh, that that's interesting. Um, but I don't ever remember somebody asking me about it. Gotcha. Well, that's cool. Um, so your church did like the Good Friday service. Yep. Right. Did your church do? It's something called a Mondi Mondi Thursday service. Mondi Thursday. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You guys did that. Yes. Okay. My church does that too. I'm still working on how to pronounce things, but we we do do it. Uh, my church growing up did not. In fact, I'm re- I was as I was recording this podcast and explaining that my uh, church didn't really do this growing up sean just like kind of peeped his head around the corner and was just like what he was flabbergasted 
So, yeah. Well, um, thank you for joining us, Sean, and telling us a little bit about your childhood experiences Not with a it. Problem. And anything like that. Anything else you want to share? No, I'm good. You're good? All right. We're about to have a bachelor meal of potatoes and something else, so. Chicken patties. And Oh, chicken patties. I'm yeah. excited. Hopefully I'm not giving those up for Lent because that would be sad. <laughs> so. Just give up cheese in your car. Oh, yeah. That was bad. Sean rags on me because I left cheese sticks in my car for a couple months. And because they were still sealed in the package, I thought that they were still good. So I still ate them. Um. He still ridicules me for that. I have no idea why, but it's not normal. And eh, well, you know, it tasted delicious. Not normal. <laughs> so anyway, that concludes the interview with the roommate Sean. One of the readings for Ash Wednesday this year is Psalm 51, which calls us to renew a renewed purity that only God can provide. It's asking God to wash us clean, to create in us a clean heart, to renew a right spirit within us. It communicates repentance, which is this beautiful miracle that takes our past with all of its imperfections and all of our worries and it incinerates it so that we can no longer, so that they can no longer be a mark upon us. It's better than our justice system that we have at present because it removes our record and restores us to not just upstanding citizens, but citizens who have a purpose and the restoration of our world. After we've repented, when God has miraculously redeemed our moral makeup, we are called to a life that's defined by the redemption that we just received. That's why the reading from Isaiah 58 this week tells us that we're not just called to be the type of Christian who bows their head in prayer and then makes others bow their heads in submission to us. We're not called to do all the right things in our comfy church services and then exploit our coworkers, classmates, employees, curse our neighbors, and ignore the beggars for our own gain. It's not about the boss that we have that we found out is Christian, but treats us as if they don't know God at all. It's not about when we treat others as if we don't know God at all. In fact, the Second Corinthians passage from chapter 5 and 6 shows us that the Apostle Paul subjected himself to suffering, to imprisonment for the sake of others. The Apostle Paul even went so far as to take up a second job making tents because some churches couldn't afford his ministry and he didn't want to burden them. This is what living like we have just gotten forgiven all of our debts looks like. It's not only about thankfulness to the debt forgiver, but it's also helping our fellow human being and not exploiting others or supporting those who oppress others. I personally have passed by many beggars when I had money in my wallet. And when I did give them anything more than a dollar bill, I second-guessed that decision because what if that $5 bill is used for drugs or alcohol? And I'm assuming in that moment that every homeless person is an, act, is an addict. I've judged other people because of their smell and clothing, because it was not as clean as my own, instead of caring for the reasons why they smell bad or why their shirt has holes in it. I've remained silent when others were being oppressed because I was afraid of what would happen if I expressed my disdain for the oppressors when I know some of my friends didn't even see that the problem even existed, when I expected that backlash that, that, backlash that I would receive. 
All of these things are sinful because they do not reflect a life that is led by the God of redemption that saved us. The God who would graciously use me to assist in the redemption of the earth. All of these things and more is what Christ is speaking to the most in the Matthew 6 passage for this Ash Wednesday. He's saying, don't go around praying and fasting for earthly gain because doing that would make them like the Pharisees who pray in the temple and curse in the streets. Instead, pray and fast in secret so that you'd be doing it for the right reasons. Application. As we prepare for the Lenten season, let's try to give things up or start new things if that's what you want to do. Not so that we can look better or say that we accomplish something, but because Lent is a time that we are given so that we can reflect on the God that redeemed us, the God that cares for the crushed, the broken, and the damned, and the God who calls us to walk the path of self-sacrifice for others' gain, like he did in his earthly ministry. Lent is a season where we join the prophets and the Hebrew people and long for the redemption of the world. It's a time where we rejoice that we have been liberated from our own oppression, our own worries and doubts every day as we take them to the Lord in prayer. And it's extending that grace and compassion to people that we come across in our day-to-day life. Take this time and think about what you may want to give up, what you may want to start, what you may want to focus on this Lent season. Take this time to be people who know what they have been forgiven of and extend that forgiveness to others. Amen.